So Paul Pierce went live on Instagram over the weekend and he has been summarily fired from ESPN. He was on their show, The Jump and Countdown. That was stupid. How the hell are you going to get fired on your day off? I looked at the video and they really did Paul Pierce dirty. Look how they mask with my boy. So I, I watched some of the the IG live that he had and he was playing poker with some presumably friends. There's you know some amount of alcohol, there's some amount of weed, and there are strippers there. Based on the IG live, none of them were really like fully naked. They're all kind of you know bikinied up. And he's in LA, so weed is legal. So he wasn't doing anything that was illegal. But when we write for ESPN, which is under the Disney umbrella, and optics mean a lot to a company as big as Disney. It's possible that he was low man on the totem pole and they're just looking for a reason to get rid of him anyway. There's some you know, rumors that he wasn't that good at his job to begin with. So the reasoning is unclear, but what it appears as though is that this video was the tipping point. It's crazy, like, bruh had a solid like 300 people on his IG and now he's gotten axed. If you look at the video, a link in the description, I mean, he's not doing anything illegal. I mean, he's having fun. You know, it seems like a, a, a Saturday night or whatever is kicking it. And one of the questions I think comes up is the intersection of legality and morality because he's not doing anything illegal, but depending on who you ask, he could be doing something immoral. You know, some people don't stand for, you know, partaking in any types of drugs, even if they're legal. Some people don't like the idea of him being in you know, an environment with strippers when he's married. And some people feel like because you know, he's under the, the Disney umbrella, he has to be on, so to speak, you know, 24-7. Like he always represents Disney wherever he goes, wherever he does. You know, the, the optics are just not good enough for them. And it's, it's kind of a interesting situation, I think, because what he was doing is often portrayed as something that's really, really negative. That's really, really just terrible and out there sometimes, but perfectly legal. And depending on the age of the person you ask perfectly fine. So when we're looking at, you know, the intersection of legality and morality, there's a lot of overlap, but it doesn't necessarily equate one to one. Look at say, you know, the obvious ones like slavery was legal once upon a time, but slavery has never been moral. Look at things like voter suppression laws, like, it was legal for a lot of these things. And we see this most recent one that is passed in, in Georgia where you can't pass out water to people that are waiting in line to vote, you know, requiring more identification and whatnot. And so what they're trying to get at is something that's immoral, i.e. we want these people to not vote at all, but it's technically legal. You know, in, in Tennessee, they had laws about, you know, being outside of certain buildings, you know, gathering and whatnot. You know, some states are trying to create laws that give drivers immunity if they were to drive into a crowd of protesters. Legality and morality are not the same, and we often base a lot of our decision makings as though they are the same. When we look at, say, certain relationship issues, you know, this person is 17 versus this person is 18, our, our mindset changes like, well, this person is technically of age from a legal standpoint, but think about from some moral standpoint, like the difference between a 17 year old and 18 year old is pretty small, but 
we just had to create this arbitrary cutoff. Like now you're allowed to do certain things. Now you're allowed to participate in certain things. You can make certain decisions for yourself. Now that doesn't mean that the individual is necessarily mature enough, you know, experienced enough to really make those types of decisions for themselves. I think the other big thing that we often overlook is that legality and morality change over time as individuals, but also as a society, you know, the things that we consider to be wrong when we're, 18 versus when we're 28 versus when we're 58 those things change over time as we've had more experiences with people and the things that we consider to be important you know our priorities change and as a society you know we've moved from you know slavery being legal women not being able to vote being perfectly fine mistreating people you know we have the japanese concentration camps we had you know the, the trail of tears we had the issues at the border you know with ice and all that and so a, a lot of the things that we consider to be right uh, change over the years. I think it's important for us to consistently reflect. It's important for us to really pay attention to how our society is changing, how our society is evolving. One of these days, I'll write the kiss. So the Honeymooners came out in the 1950s, and one of the pun songs for the show is literally just domestic abuse like beating my woman is the joke of the show obviously things have changed you know the 50s being 70 ish years ago and something like that wouldn't fly like you couldn't even bring something like that to the meeting room like hey what do you guys think about this joke it's like no nah, we can't can't do that anymore we move on to other things but once upon a time it would have been perfectly fine but you know morality changes over time and one of the tougher parts is that we tend to latch on to the things that we learned, things that we accepted, you know, when we were growing up. And then when we get older, we, we tend to not want to evolve with the times. And we often have these conflicts between older and younger generations. We're really pointing out that some things that we accepted are not acceptable and they never should have been acceptable, but for whatever reason, we kind of gloss over them, you know? If there is to be a brave new world, our generation is going to have the hardest time living in it. It's a concept that every generation is going to have to face, knowing that their standards, that their belief system is outdated. And really, it's going to be a struggle to embrace a new set of ideas, a new set of ideals. But it's for the betterment of our society as a whole. I think it's also important for us to recognize that the legal system is wielded by people in power to push certain agendas. And it's up to us on the other side of that to continue to push back. When we had the civil rights movement and people were doing these sit-ins in restaurants where they were not allowed, where they were gathering in spaces where they weren't legally supposed to be, we pushed back against what was considered right, what was considered to be legal at, at the time. And we had to continue to do so because a lot of the things that are legal, a lot of things that are codified in law are not right. And we should continue to push back against that. I think we have to really decide for ourselves, you know, what we think is is morally correct because the law is not always going to reflect it. It usually will. We should continue to push back against the times where the law does not reflect what we think is right as a society and make ourselves heard. I think it's interesting that the people that we consider to be the most morally upstanding were often the ones that were breaking the law. 